here we go, guys. Vegas Fever Podcast. Uh, Jason and Paula here with you <laughs> again, doing a very, very uh, special episode, something we've looked forward to for a while now. We're here with Justin Roth, uh, Las Vegas Police Knights, uh, of the Vegas Police Knights, uh, captain and um, defenseman for them. We got a lot to talk about. Going to talk about the, the game, uh, Guns and Hoses game that's going to go on uh, this Saturday. From the, from the Dollar Loan Center in at 1230 in the afternoon. Um, Justin, thank you so much for coming on with thank us. You. No, thank you guys for having me. Um, this is, it's a really good cause. It's a really good event. Uh, there's, it, it's kind of getting you know, reinvigorated after a certain amount of years and there's a, mm-hmm. there's a little bit extra to it. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the Guns and Hoses game. How did it get started? Well, uh, obviously, it's uh, something that's been uh, the oldest time, police and firefighters uh, playing competitive sports against each other. And um, sometimes it's nice. Sometimes, like in New York City, it's not so nice. Um, <laughs> we are kind of in the middle. Uh, we have a lot of respect for each other. Hey, there's my dog making an appearance. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, the uh, guns and hoses out here in Vegas, it's been off for a couple of years, COVID. There are some other issues with some of the leadership mm-hmm. um, groups uh, that were running both programs, not liking each other too much, but we, uh, we worked out our differences recently and um, can't be more excited to uh, have another guns and hoses uh, charity game. And they're always really competitive. Both sides have a lot of really high level players, like a ton of high level players. Uh, I know, uh, fire have a couple new guys I've never seen before, but I know they've had a, got a couple guys in the AHL, the uh, CHL, a lot of really good high level players. Wow. Um, those new guys are going to be uh, interesting because they're all younger, and obviously you can see the gray in my beard. Uh, I'm not getting uh, any faster, so uh, we'll see how that goes. I might have to play a little extra stay at home for uh, some of these young kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how long have you lived in Las Vegas? Have you? Right. About 15 years, uh, and, okay. and the second I got here, um, I got out of my, my field training program, program on my uh, police department and uh, immediately started playing hockey um, out here. I knew they had a fun program, but at the time, we only had uh, two technically sheets of ice. It was three, mm-hmm. but one of the ice, one of the sheets was a dual rink, was always down, and mm-hmm. uh, but there wasn't a lot of people playing hockey out here. You maybe had 100 and then like right. not that's not just law enforcement or, or first responders that's mm-hmm. just everybody they had about 100 um so then vegas golden knights come along and now we have nine sheets of ice and you have to fight for ice time if you don't have um you know um pre-scheduled games like we're lucky enough to have a tradition we've had for 26 years as an organization where every sunday we play and uh luckily for me i uh, i am one of the co uh runners of that a program now so i get to play every weekend and it's uh it's pretty nice that's awesome what's gone on in southern nevada since the golden knights have arrived is nothing <laughs> short of incredible because i remember this is i'm gonna date myself um before the sheet of ice moved to fiesta it was at santa fe and yes, when it was. it was at Santa Fe, there was the only place that you can skate like in the late nineties, early two thousands. And, and it's just incredible what has been able to go on there. The expansion of hockey, you're going to start to see it as the kids get older and oh, the youth programs out here are crazy. You watch some of these kids play and you're like, wow, that's, it, it reminds me of watching like East coast hockey. Um, these kids that are, you know, 10, 12, 
in that area, they're really starting to show signs of being like really good hockey players. And it's not going to be too long. You know, Gage Quinney, the first guy really yep. from the, you know, Jason Zucker is from here, but he played Moses hockey in California and travel. Um, you know, Gage Quinney, who uh, actually played with us in our last charity game for Shane McLonis, a uh, really great person, great skater. Um, he, uh, he was the first Nevada born player to play uh, professional hockey in the NHL. And I have a feeling in about uh, give or take the next five to 10 years, you're going to see a lot more uh, kids from Nevada getting that opportunity to play in the AHL and the uh, NHL. Yeah. So Gage Quinney was uh, the son of a hockey player who played for the Las Vegas Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that connection there. Um, you mentioned the kind of expansion of, you know, hockey in Southern Nevada. It's they, they have it in the PE programs. That's awesome. I didn't in know that. schools. Yes. That, that they will incorporate hockey, street hockey, um, with just, just sticks. And, and if it's not pucks, it's it balls. Yeah. And, and which is huge because, well, you know, the once, once October one happens. So, you know, we, we have this brand new franchise. There wasn't a ton of, um, support for the Knights. You know, they, people are interested, Hey, what's this hockey thing? But then October one happened. And then, what was it? 10 days later, we had our first home game. Mm-hmm. So you had some a distraction that the city needed um, from everything that was going on in the city. And fortunately, first professional sports team was hockey. And all of a sudden, you're good. You win, I think, they have 7-1 to start. Um, they're really good. The opening night we had here, you know, the first two away games, we had James Neal on his belly uh, shooting that one puck and, and, and getting the game winner there. Flurry had like 45 saves that game. And then they go in, they get the second win uh, on that road trip, and then they come back and they're 2-0. and And then the emotion of having, you know, the, the tribute to the, the, yes. the people who lost their lives, having all the first responders out, the doctors, the cops, the firefighters, the paramedics, uh, nurses, everybody who was involved in, in making uh, that the, um, you know, saving all those lives uh, really bonded this city together. And that first year of, of going to those games was incredible. The energy in that building for, a, you know, realistically, a bunch of people who never really seen hockey, uh, yeah. didn't understand the rules. You start you saw it start to build gradually and you're like, okay, now they're understanding icing. Now they're understanding offsides. Hey, we understand some penalties here. We understand some strategies and how uh, these, you know, neutral zone traps and and all these different types of gameplay are working. So you, it was fun for me to see the gradual build of this community learn and just really embrace hockey. Absolutely. I mean, we didn't get to go to any games. My son was just born. So we had a infant. And I remember watching that game when they did the tribute and holding my son and just bawling my eyes out. And then you start to see golden Knights hats and t-shirts and jerseys just everywhere at at my daughter's school, everywhere everywhere at the grocery store. And it was kind of like you saw someone and they saw you and you kind of just go nights you know go nights or do a little nod it definitely brought i've told him this so many times the community together yeah even more so than they might have been you know know, we could win every stanley cup from here on out and for me personally being a hockey fan my entire life that was the most successful season in the history of 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 a lot of sports. I mean, yeah. you have, uh, there are a lot of Boston teams uh, that uh, won their uh, respective sports uh, after the Boston marathon. Um, yeah. 
I think after Katrina didn't New Orleans win the uh, Super Bowl. So you have all these these moments in time where where sports and, and reality kind of combine and mm-hmm. and really bring cities together. And for Las Vegas, I think that was our first time ever where we had something that we could bond through. And we didn't win the championship. You know, we didn't raise the cup, but to be in the cup period uh, is, is an accomplishment. And to do it year one with the team that we had and just the support of the city was awesome. Yep. I alluded to it a little earlier, but I wanted you to tell everybody the the amazing cause um, that this event on Saturday afternoon will help um, and the family and and what people can do to help. Sure. So uh, this Guns and Hoses game at the Dollar Loan Center on Saturday, um, February 11th, is to raise money for the family of Jameson Peacock, who was a detective at a local police department out here. Uh, he was uh, not only a friend to a lot of people out here, but also he was probably our best defenseman. Uh, he played on the hockey team uh, since I've been out here. So he's been, uh, I think he's been on the apartment for around 20 years. And uh, I've been on for a little over 15. And we've known each other through hockey. I've never worked with the guy, the nicest guy in the world. Uh, unfortunately, lost his battle with cancer. It's kind of why I keep my little, my hockey fights cancer beanie in the back. Um, you know, a little tribute to uh, Jameson. But he uh, he was a great hockey player, great guy, loved his family. Uh, lost his batter to cancer couple months ago and uh this is just for his family so a portion of the proceeds that are raised from this game go towards his family and the cool thing uh with this game is 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 henderson silver knights they kind of did like cross promotion with us so for every ticket that you buy you get to pick a henderson silver knights game uh this season to go to so uh, they actually give you the option when you buy the uh buy the tickets to um pick whatever game you want to go to for the rest of the year um, along with going to our game. So for $30, you get two games. Um, one, not as high as levels as, uh, as the Henderson silver Knights, but we'll, I think we'll hold our own. And, uh, and you know, the, it's going to be a fun time. And I was just actually told, uh, today by my rep from Henderson that they're actually going to separate when you come into the arena for the charity game, they're going to ask you police or fire. And they're actually going to huh. sit you on sides. <laughs> like it's a soccer match, which I think is kind of pretty it. cool. I love so kind of that. Get back and forth. And uh, I don't know if you guys are soccer fans, but today um, at lunch, I was watching the Wrexham uh, game, which is the team that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney own. Okay. And uh, it was a huge game, but uh, it was in Sheffield, which is mm. uh, another city in, uh, in the UK. Yeah. And they had both sides. It was just every time the Wrexham side got a save, that side went crazy. And then the Sheffield side. So, Hopefully, it's going to be the same kind of atmosphere that we'll have um, for our hockey game. I'm sure it will be, especially since it's been a little while. Everyone has is waiting for it. Yeah, the juices, <laughs> the juices are ready to to, to flow because it's because it's been a while. You you had said that you know it. it... I think that you I guys. Lost, I lost it. I lost you for one second. You broke up for a second. So, so I was saying how Henderson isn't that good this year, and mm-hmm. you had said that it wouldn't be on the same level. The fire and the police <laughs> I, I, I doubt that because, because between not having it for a few years and then you know getting back on the ice, I think that it's going to be entertaining. And I oh, think it's, that's, it's definitely going to be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, like I said, we have a lot of respect for each other. The the police and fire teams. I, I like those guys a lot. 
Um, you know, one of the guys I played with one of my first, very first games out here 15 years ago was the starting goalie for the fire department. So um, we get along great. Um, but once the puck drops, no one wants to lose. No one wants to have that hold over their head for the next, uh, um, you know, year or yeah. you know, six months <laughs> before we do it is, Hey, you know, you guys got smoked by us. So um, it's always competitive. I think the previous two years that we had this, which would be about five and six years ago, both games were won in the last 10 seconds. Wow. Tied up and within the wow. last 10, 10 seconds, um, I believe fire won both of those uh, in the last 10 seconds. Uh, so, you guys, you guys um, looking to change that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Looking to change it for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, you know, we didn't only bring you on here to talk about um, to talk about the amazing event on Saturday between the fire department and, you know, and the police department, we wanted to get your opinions on some of the, on some of the Vegas puck on some of the golden Knights, what's going on with them. Um, what was your, what was your thought about the 2023 all-star game? Well, you know, uh, it was, it was kind of a disappointment for me because normally I love the skills competition. I love to see these guys who are so highly skilled, so highly, um, you know, motivated to win those individual events. And it felt like it was a little forced in a lot of areas. Uh, obviously you had the hardest shot, which is fun, but I mean, even that, like that was five minutes and the heart, you know, fastest skater, two minutes, you know, right. I think you have the, one of the fastest guy in the league, Kale McCarr falls down and we don't have a rule where we can, we can do a redo. Like, right. Uh, Right. Who cares about records? It's it, no one. No one cares about those things. I want to see Kale McCarr take a flawless run, and, and see how fast that guy really is, uh, or at least give them two runs each, um, and you take the best time, kind of like with the slap shots. Uh, the All Star Game itself was actually pretty entertaining this year. Normally, uh, it's kind of not a lot of defense, people not uh, passing it, um, some sloppy passes. This year, it felt like there was a little bit of compete, uh, which was which was fun to watch. And uh, the jerseys, eh, you know, yeah, I, could, that's what I, I could go without the pastels, but I guess Miami. So what are you going to do? Yeah, it was kind of a throwback to to some of that 90s stuff that they used to do between Western and Eastern Conference. I didn't think the jerseys were terrible. The They definitely weren't the worst I've, I've ever seen. They were not the worst. The skills competition was kind of ridiculous. So let's let's do a couple of the you know fastest skate. We'll do we'll do a preliminary round, but then we'll come back to it in an hour. And then in that hour, we'll have golf, golf, <laughs> surfboards, and some other crap. I can't well, even tell you. Florida's known for uh, you know that's my home state. You know I hate to admit it sometimes, but uh, you know golf and surfboards those are some things that are yeah. associated with. But you know when your grand prize is Chipotle for a year on the golf, and uh, one of your guys that's competing for that yes, uh, is Montreal, and they don't have Chipotle in Montreal. And I, I think I made this joke earlier to you was like, it's it's like getting all the Americans together and being like, hey, you guys are competing for Tim Hortons uh, for the next year. Yeah. It, it's yeah. pointless. So, you know, some, uh, you know, classic NHL where they go, let's not think this through. Let's just <laughs> wing it. And, and, and that was just, you know, just another example about how that, <laughs> how that goes with, uh, with them sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know, it's an all-star game. It's fun. It's not, you know, yeah. flag football. You know, I guess flag football was fun for the NFL this year. You know, it wasn't the normal, you there know, you, go. you cut out for a second. Uh, you know, so I was saying it wasn't like uh, how, you know, previous uh, NFL, you'd have like almost a 
two-hand touch, essentially. At least yeah. the NFL tried something different this year. They did. Um, they did. They tried flag football. You can watch the NHL All-Star game and the skills competition, and you can still kind of like it. But I think the last time I actually enjoyed the skills competition was uh, in St. Louis. I think they did it pretty good there. They were shooting over the uh, – um, over the the sections of seedings onto the onto the um, targets on the ice, and they were doing everything you know appropriate. It's it's, it's felt different mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Um, before we get to this next question, what I wanted to do for the listening portion of our audience who's not watching on YouTube, uh, we just want to talk a little bit about Inside the Rink. Uh, Inside the Rink is is our sponsor, our platform. Uh, lots of podcasts, lots of articles and writings on there. So at uh, inside underscore the underscore rank on Twitter and inside the rank.com. And also don't forget about Vegas varsity as well. Vegas varsity.com uh, Vegas merch for all kinds of, all kinds of fans, uh, whether you like football, hockey, UNLV basketball and more Vegas varsity.com there for you. We're going to ask you a, a few more questions. Got a lot of stuff on Mark Stone. I'm going to throw that to Paula because she wanted to ask you this. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you think the Golden Knights will finish without Mark Stone in the standings? Depends on what they do with the trade deadline. I'll say right now, present team, um, I still think they make the playoffs. I still think that uh, Pacific Division is pretty weak. Mm-hmm. I am not a believer in the Kraken. Um, you know, the games I've watched, um, they don't have anything that really jumps out for me when it comes down to a playoff uh, team. Uh, so they might have a chance to make the playoffs still, even though they're top of the division. Um the Kings, I don't believe in. Uh, you can't tell me that a team that has a negative goal differential is going to sustain for another 30 games. It's just I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to happen. So when it comes to if Connor McDavid actually gets some help with uh, goaltending and defense, and there, there's never been a track record of the Oilers doing that. So I think, one, the playoff chances are, are, are pretty high for the Golden Knights. And uh, two, you know, again, that depends on, on the trade deadline, which is a whole new ball game. I mean, we could we – could, you know, separate ourselves pretty, pretty greatly if we pick up the right player. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that you've got uh, Vladimir Tarasenko out there from the St. Louis Blues. You've got Patrick Kane out there from, from the Blackhawks. You've got Timo Meyer um, out there for, uh, from San Jose. Uh, you've, you've got, there's a lot of pieces, a couple of pieces that the Knights have already been linked to. Um, I, I am concerned about the Golden Knights, Injury, injury wise, without Mark Stone, mm-hmm. and then what could happen? So you're going to get Zach Whitecloud back tonight, and I, I and you know, yeah, w- which is great. He hasn't played since mid December with mm-hmm. the, you know with the lower body. We'll call it the knee because we already know it's the knee. But um, I, I do this. I have a bad habit of doing this. Our last couple of guests, I've I've scheduled around like d- almost at the night's game, <laughs> like starting point. So I apologize for that. But since yeah, you're we started a little bit earlier. We're yeah. going to be able to get there. You know what I mean? Be able Which to is, catch it. Exactly. But I think the Golden Knights, uh, people talk about them selling. I think they're going to buy uh, because that's what <laughs> uh, George McFlee and Kelly McCrimmon do. They buy, they buy, they buy until they can't buy anymore. I don't know who who is talking about selling. I don't know what you could sell. What, yeah. what is there to sell? You just signed all, you know, you're not going to sign your heart. Or you're not going to sell your heart of your team, which is uh, So. That'd be the only one that would make sense to me. The the ones that would make sense that um, to move money out for other people, if you still had Mark Stone, excuse me, would be like um, a out Martinez, 
love Alec Martinez. Great yeah. guy, you know, great player, but $5.2 million on the next two years for essentially a lower end top four defenseman who's going to be 37. Uh, when you do have some guys in the pipeline who shown they can play, um, especially when you have White Cloud locked up, you have Haig locked up, you have Theodore and uh, Alec, Petr- uh, Alex Petrangelo locked up, and then Braden McNabb just signed the, what, the three- or four-year deal uh, for the two, I think, 2.5. But when you have guys like uh, Mir Manoff, who's shown an amazing uh, knack to score on the power play, which is something we've lacked over the last couple of years, um, so now you have two offensive-minded uh, guys in Theodore and Mir Manoff, I think the sky's the limit. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think that um, Martinez should be moved because now that we have that flexibility in the cap, um, I think after I wrote it down over here, um, after White Cloud comes off the LTIR and if Stone goes on the LTIR, which he hasn't been placed, they have $11.3 million to work with. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of stuff there and still have some players on the on, you know healthy scratched, which again has also been an issue with Vegas in the past where we – have too much salary cap and we address 16. So I think, I think there's still some, some room to make multiple moves. You can even name, you know, a Patrick Kane and you have them retain mm-hmm. to give them a higher, higher pick. And then you can still go out and get Jesse Paul, uh, And now you have that big power forward guy. You can, you can pair with somebody like Eichel and then potentially Kane. And that'd be a great line. You have a guy who can shoot and, and pull you have two pass first guys who also can shoot pretty well and a big guy to protect those guys. The sky's the limit. Uh, I think Kane is the big one. I think if Kane decides that he is going to be the guy, he's going to move on uh, from Chicago uh, for this year. I think Kane's the guy that we overshoot for. Yeah. I mean, you could easily get two guys, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Vegas is uh, always aggressive when it comes to these types of moves. They're always looking Uh, to better themselves. My only concern in a few years time, and I know that we're not there, but it's something to kind of think about is, and and I'd love to get your opinion on this with all the moves that they've made. um, You know, Pacioretty's gone now, but they they sent Suzuki, you know, Tatar and, you know, a pick for him. He's gone. He's off the books. Um, Eichel, Petrangelo, you know, Carlson, Marshall, you know, big contracts that are, you know, signed and coming up. Will Vegas be competitive in three years like they are oh, well, now? You know I'll say mean? 100%. And, okay. and here's why. As you look at the core of that team, your two youngest defensemen uh, that are on the roster right now and Nick Hagan and Zach Whitecloud have been playing together since year one of this organization. Um, Zach Whitecloud year two, sorry, because Zach Whitecloud was a, uh, was was a free agent pickup, and then uh, obviously Nick Haig was the second round um, of the 2017 draft. Those guys played through uh, Chicago together. They played, um, you know, what the last three years almost basically uh, together yeah. as a unit. Um, I really like when they play together. They complement each other's games very nicely. So. You already have, no matter what happens with uh, McNabb or Martinez, you already have Petrangelo, Theodore, White Cloud, and Haig. And, and one of the most important things, and of course, as the defenseman saying this in this game, is goaltending and defenseman. Uh, if, if you don't allow any pucks in the net, you have a better chance of winning. You know, yeah. it's just bottom, <laughs> bottom line. Bottom line. Uh, you That's still really have to true. score those pucks, but you can still go to a shootout. 
and you still get True. points that way. True. You still get loser yep. points. So if you hold teams to, right. you know, two or less goals a game, you're going to be in good shape. And I think they're set up for the future for that. Now, in the forward group, you have a guy like Nick Waugh who just signed that five-year deal at a pretty reasonable uh, price. You still have Will Carrier. I think he has two or three years left. Keegan Colasar, who is a, a very good fourth-line player. I'm not sold on him on anything other than a good fourth-line player. Um, he shoots at the chest. I, I don't think he sees space on the side of the nets, uh, on the side <laughs> of the goalie. He only shoots just right here if you can get that logo just place it right there put the logo in the back of the net maybe you'll hit it every once in a right while. he um, he also just loves to just go just fight with anyone who will sure trying to be and kind of like mini that. You saw that. True. yeah you saw that you saw that the other night um where uh we were kind of lacking in energy he gets in that fight and it yeah. wasn't about winning or losing and then all of a sudden we score right afterwards mm-hmm. right and it's it kind of elevates it, our game know, yeah it's injecting energy he's he's looking mm-hmm. for a spark you know, is, is, is basically what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also, and you also realize too, that, you know, guys like Riley Smith um, and uh, Marsha. So they come off the books technically. And, and that, that's that uh, time span, you'll still have two more years of William Carlson, who I like a lot. This two way game is really good. And then you got Jack Eichel. I don't care about anything else. Jack Eichel is a top 10 player in this league. Uh, there's nothing you can say to convince me that anytime he has the puck on the ice, there's a handful of people that when they have it, they're better than him, but he is a game changer every time that puck is on his stick. So we're here with Justin Roth, Vegas police Knights, one of their captains, one of their defensemen uh, here talking about a very, very important cause. Uh, this Saturday, we've got the guns and hoses game, police and fire at dollar loan center. Uh, wanted to ask you before we get you out of here, wanted to ask you an interesting, interesting question. Um, you want to go for that one? Yeah. Um, I, I want to know this. I want to know this. <laughs> All right. The Leonard situation. Do you think he's coming back next year? I hope so. Okay. So you're uh, a Leonard and fan. I'm very much a Leonard fan. I actually okay. wrote down some numbers uh, just to kind of throw it out there um, because I have this argument all the time. Robin Leonard over the last six years has been a top five goalie in just about every category, period. Extended, extended stats. People don't like him in Vegas because he's not Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, you look at, you know, I always think about uh, the movie Moneyball when they're having that discussion inside the, the scout room and the scouts are you know, they're trying to tell him on base percentage. And the guy's like, so what? He walks a lot. And Billy Bean goes, walk or hit? Do I care how he gets on base? And he points at uh, um, the, the other character played by Jonah Hill and he goes, you do not. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's too big to get a puck by him or he makes a flashy save. I care if he gets the puck, uh, uh, he keeps the puck away from that red line. Right. Right. He does that. He's a not, he's a nine seventeen career goal goaltender. You know, you look at some of the best goalies in the league. I have Vasilevsky is a nine nineteen career. Bobrovsky is a nine 15 flurry is a nine 13. Um, uh, Carrie price nine 17. All of these guys who are these great careers. And I can go down the list are all in the same ballpark and the same statistical uh, measurements as Leonard, but we're paying them $5 million. Carey Price, Bobrovsky, $10 million each. Up until this year, uh, Flurry, $7 million. Right. He's a great goalie. Take away all the snake stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, and all that. Um, 
<laughs> I don't care about his off the ice activities. Um, That's what I know, said to Jason. I was like, it has. It's no, so interesting to me. He didn't do it's anything. It's so interesting I mean, to me. It just adds to it. He for didn't me, do anything you know illegal I mean? or bad. I mean, I don't really care about. He his got into story. a bad financial problem, and you right. know he did. He's a guy who is he's a, he has a great story. Um, he had a really hard time early in his career with drugs and alcohol. Yeah. He got clean, and he's been one of the best goalies on the planet, uh, statistically. And that's all I care about because that's all that's all. Like I said, two, two, two goals a game. That's all I care about. If he we'll, have to done, you know? we'll have to revisit this. We have to, because uh, we oh, might, I've we got, have, I've got them all right there. All those numbers, all those players that have less stats than, than, than Leonard. He's awesome. He comes prepared. You're we right. like, we like him. We like him. We Justin Cross. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We need to do this again. Like right before the play or when they make the playoffs, we should have him back on and talk about it. I'll tell you my prediction for a game, for, for a deal here before we, before we go. Uh, Patrick Kane, 25% reduction salary. So we paying him $7 million on average and we give them a first Zach Dean and probably uh, Brett Howden and maybe uh, additional, like a middling pick. That's your deal package. Get you Patrick Kane. You have the ability to uh, maybe sign him and move somebody else in the off season. Well, you heard it here. Let's... We're going to see. <laughs> I will have gonna... my 88 Jersey the day of. And we'll post this clip of you predicting it. <laughs> I love it. Justin, thank you so much for coming on with us. Be sure, everybody, Saturday afternoon, Please Dollar Loan Center. Support. 30 bucks. Uh, thank you. And again, uh, at LV Police Nights uh, is where you can find it. Link in our bio. Uh, follow the prompts. It, it does. It's not sold out yet. You pick your game. Uh, you follow the link. You pick your game that you want to go to uh, with uh, the Henderson Silver Knights. And then you come see us play some hockey. Justin. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Everybody, see you later. Bye.